right. Well, I just wanted to get up really quickly and just say welcome to everyone uh, who's here at Prayer Mountain today. We're so glad you guys came out uh, to join us in experiencing the one, the only, Jason Chen. Um, but before he gets up, I also, I, I just, I love you. I have to, I have to do it. He is, he's the one and the only Jason Chen. You know, there's only one of him, but I also, I just wanted to honor this this team really quick. Kelly, could you stand up and Christian and is it John? Mark, I'm so, well, I knew it was one of the disciples, Martin, but um, I'm sorry, Martin. I don't know why I couldn't. You were the one the name that just didn't click. And I'm usually really bad with names. So the fact that I got two at all was really good. So it's definitely not personal, please. So, um, you know, what? I just wanted to bless you guys um, as the team. And I felt like as I was just observing you guys this week and, and, and just asking daddy what he had for you, I really felt like. Um, there's a, you know, a humility that you walk in as students, which is beautiful and it's amazing. And you're in such a receiving mode in this time in your life. And, you know, you're just poured into us, poured into us. And you're just, you know, you're looking up to the fathers and the faith and those kinds of things. But I felt like Papa was saying that you need to be careful, that you need to be careful that you haven't diminished who you are and what you carry in this season. That honoring others does not mean that you at all are confused or releasing a dishonor for who you are and what you carry. Because um, it seems like a weird word because we honor, we honor, we honor. But I just want to share with you that what you carry, you are clueless about. (laughs) You're completely clueless at this point. You've been getting almost like this generic who I am in Christ thing going on in this season. And there's a great impartation that's coming in this because it is a, it is like, it's like almost like putting fuel on the fire of who you are individually. And so it's required. It's required. The honor, everything that you're getting poured into is required. But there's an explosion of revelation that is coming in your lives that's gonna, that is gonna bring a unique flavoring. There's a unique flavor of the glory of God. God said, taste and see that I am good. And there is a unique flavor of God's goodness that each and every, that all three of you carry. And until you taste it, until you've really, really tapped into this uniqueness of daddy's glory that you are carrying, the world is missing out. There is an aspect of daddy's heart that won't be experienced. There is an aspect of just how really good, good, good he is that will not be able to be revealed. And so I just felt like I was supposed to release you into a new level of revelation as it, re- as it, as it relates to honor and honor. Honor and honor. And that there was a season you were entering into, a shift that was coming, where that honor is now honoring who you are in a way that is revealing it to you. So I just released that, Daddy. I released that over them, and I just honor them in this house. We don't receive you as students, okay? So I just break that off of this house today. You're not students here, okay? You are ministers here. 
You are members of a body, and we receive you as such. So that is in no way a dishonor of the things that you've said. I just get to receive you however I want in this house. And I'm because I, I just, I just, I'm telling you, there's more in you. 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 All right. Praise God. Awesome. And then I just want to honor Jason two times, just with two things. You know, Jason, this is your fourth trip here, Jason. Fourth or fifth time you've been with us. And um, it's just an honor to be in relationship with Jason. Um, It's an honor to call him a friend and a brother. Um, You know, in the word of God, it talks about that when the body, you know, is set in position as, as, as the head desires, that there's an exchange that happens in that connection. And I just know that there has been such an exchange. I mean, God really could have sent any evangelist. He really could have. He could, I mean, we, we, he could have. He could have picked anyone, but he picked Jason. And he handpicked him for this body as the activator in a way that has been so significant. And so I just want to honor what he's already deposited in us. And I just want to release you, Jason, to what you're imparting today. Because it's specific and it's strategic. It's a season and a a time in this house and this body that we are absolutely receiving the miracle grow of God. And you're carrying miracle grow for this house. You are an apostolic evangelist to this house. You're a sent one into this house. And so we honor you not only as an evangelist today, but also as an apostle today in this house. You've been sent by daddy on assignment to, to, to cultivate and to fertilize and to blow upon the nutrients of the soul that our lives are growing in. And so we just receive that. I just, I, I receive that with my words. I receive it with our hearts. We say we receive that. Yes and amen. We receive that individually and corporately today. And so even as you're speaking, what I'm seeing is multidimensional diamond-like um, crystals coming out of your mouth that are piercing hearts. And they're individual uh, in what they carry. So it's, Holy Spirit's going to be doing so much more than you even think uh, is what's going on. So I just, I just bless your time with us today. I honor you. I honor the team. And we just open up our hearts and minds to receive everything that you're carrying, both through impartation and both through the words that you speak. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on up, my brother. Love you. Oh, oh, sorry. You're awesome. Glory, glory, glory. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Team, you guys want to come on up? Wow. Come on. It's going to be awesome. We felt that we're going to to start. Well, before we get started, I just want to... There's a whole lot of honoring going around, so I'm going to, like, jump in on this. So, um, yeah, before I get started, I just want to just say, like, I'm so thankful to be back here with you guys. Um, When I, I don't know, when my first trip was out here maybe a couple years ago or so, and it was really when God was just launching me into trusting him in, like, actually the Lord had had me quit my secular job. I worked at Olive Garden. I worked at a a place uh, in business before that. And it was a season of the Lord. Um, he showed me a, a, a calendar on the map, and I saw May 27th or March 27th stamped on the map with a blue dot. Not a map, a calendar with a blue dot. And the Lord spoke to my heart. He said, on this day, Jason, you are going to trust me 
with your finances to be the provider over your family. And I have um, three, well, they're actually, my youngest is 18 right now, but back then, my youngest, I guess, was 16, so they're all living at home, and, I, and I've grown up on the farm, so I knew how to work hard, and I take care of my family, and all that stuff, but God was challenging my heart to trust him at a deeper level than I ever had. And so um, the Lord said that that date was very significant, and I looked on the, the calendar, and it's the day of Pentecost for that year. So the Lord thought it was good for me to wait for the day of Pentecost before I, like, went out. Okay? Wow. But, wow. But right around that time, a friend of mine um, connected me with Shalice. And so you guys in this house was one of the very first places that I got to just kind of like cut my teeth. And I'm still cutting my teeth, okay? I'm still learning and growing. But I just want to thank you for trusting, you know, inviting. It's a big deal for, like, Shalice and Brian. Like, when you're building a church, man, it's a lot of work. Like, you guys know that are in leadership, it's a lot of work. Like, you start with nobody. Like, you start with yourself and your husband and then maybe a couple people. And then you're growing this dream of God in your, in your heart. And so you're building all this momentum and you're teaching identity. You're teaching all the things that you feel that God's breathing up upon your family. And then now you're trusting God with a stranger, seriously, that you don't necessarily know, but you're trusting by word of mouth to come in and speak to your family. It's a huge honor to do that. And so I just want to thank you, Shalice. You've had me back four times. But I just want to thank all you guys for just, this is home for me. Like, this is a big deal to be here. It's awesome. So thank you, guys. I love you guys. And it's, it's great. Oh, wow. And I also, I'm just super excited. Um, so Kelly and Martin, they are in third year, Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. And they actually get to... When in, in first year, you're, you're doing just whatever. Second year, third year, it's a mentorship program. So you sign up for somebody to be your mentor. And I was lucky enough that they actually picked me to be their mentor. So they're mentoring. They're interning with me this year. And, and then Christian, I've just gotten to know him. He's a second year school ministry student. And so first year, you're learning a bunch. Second year, actually, you can start traveling. And it's a big deal. Second year, you get to sign up for trips. And there's a lot of trips out there. And Christian chose and paid his money to be here. Yeah, so so it's great. But we're going to take a a few moments for just getting them an opportunity to just speak life and and prophetic words over you guys. And the thing that I've noticed, I've been on a couple trips with, um, well, this will be my second trip with uh, Martin and Kelly, but we just got back from Yuba City, and the pastor uh, called me after the trip and said, Jason, he says, we've had a lot of people come speak at our church with, and he named all these like bigger names that would be like uh, upper level if you, I don't know if there's levels, but I'm saying people that have been around a while and people that are maybe highly more sought out than myself, okay, just, you know and he said, we've had all of these people for the last several years come speak at our church he says, your intern team spoke the most accurate prophetic words and shifted things more than I think any trip ever, so just get ready okay All right. You guys ready? <laughs> well, oh, the, um, the first thing that I felt like I got, I um, got like this morning, actually, I woke up with this song, and it, and I don't know the name of it, but it's, uh, and, but maybe you guys will recognize it, and I feel like it's for your guys' body, I feel like it's for the church, and it's, um, 
Hope, uh, hope is rising. I don't sing really. <laughs> hope is rising. Hope is rising. Uh, like that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just felt like, like, yeah, just corporately, the um, the Lord is really like shifting people's hearts into really engaging hope because I really feel like there's a lot of um, so seeds that He's putting and depositing in your guys' hearts, and that's how He's kind of like shifting up the the soil to really um like inhabit those uh dreams and visions and just what he actually has for your community uh, um and then the other thing i also felt like corporately was uh, it was cool we had like the father's tunnel but um the thing that like i noticed was i just felt like you guys are like stacked ho with spiritual moms like i feel like Everyone is like a spiritual mom here. Almost to the point, like when I was looking at the kids, I was like, I feel like they're spiritual moms too. <laughs> like I was like, like, I was like, this is crazy. And, uh, yeah, and, and that was actually, so that was part of, uh, when I was over there, that was, I don't know, it, I felt, yeah, like this kind of like hope, little hope heart. <laughs> it's like the mountains with a little glory cloud. Woo! <laughs> but, <laughs> I felt like there was more glory coming, but also I, um, it was kind of interesting that you shared what you did, Shalise, because I also felt there was like a lot of just like genuine humility here. Like, I don't, like, it's like, but like you guys are like confident in yourselves. It's not, it's not a false humility. It's like a genuine, like rooted and grounded hoe and love kind of humility. And I feel like it's like the Lord's honoring that and the Lord's going to use it because it's just, it's, it's easy to use. <laughs> it attracts heaven when you're as humble as you guys are because you guys carry so much. And I felt like with the, with the mother thing, like the Lord was going to start extending invitations to a lot of the mothers here to just reach out in the community. Oh, and really like to start like mothering non-Christians. Like you just, you're calling them out and you're like, yeah, you're my kid. And like them just, oh, flourishing under, um, under you. And, um, yeah, I just really felt like that. And, and on that note, I, there's a Judy. Judy, would you like to stand up for us? And actually, I'm just going to go and lay my hands on you as I'm saying this. But, um, yeah. Oh, I just felt like, 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 I think you, I feel like you're like looking forward at your legacy, you know? And you're like, you're like, what, what are the dreams and visions for them and what you planted will sow into the next generations? And I almost, felt like you're looking back and you're like, oh, I wish I'd done this. Oh, or I wish I'd done that. And I feel like the Lord's just wanting to tell you, like, I covered that. Like, you like you did what I asked you to do, and I covered everything. Oh. So you don't really have to worry about it. We just shake off. <laughs> you worry in the name of Jesus. <laughs> because, yeah, you do have, like, a glorious... Oh, legacy. And if there's anything that you wish you had done, don't worry about it. The Lord's got it covered. Yeah. Shalice uh, <laughs> yeah. just told me, it's your, Judy, it's your birthday today? God knows that, I guess. <laughs> awesome. Can you stand up real quick? Sing happy birthday to her. Okay. Okay, you want to lead that out? And then we'll give a couple. Okay, you guys are going to have to join me because you just heard my last singing adventure. 
Okay, everyone on the ground in three. Happy birthday to you. Birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Judy. Happy birthday to you. And then uh, my other word is for Chris. So Chris, would you like to stand up? Yeah, I just, oh, I just felt like, yeah, like he just stood out just as just a joyful worshiper. But I also felt like, um, yeah, the Lord was just going to be renewing your um, mind and your thoughts. And I felt like, like you're at like this level and, oh, and it's like, it's good. It's it's not bad, but I feel like there's going to be upgrades, and I feel like it, they're not just upgrades oh, for you, but it's upgrades for your body, like the body in general, and I feel like it's you're not going to even know that it's for the body because it's going to be so personal at first, but it's it's transforming all of you in your heart and just the way you see situations. I feel like the Lord's just going to be giving you more of a heavenly perspective, and I feel like it's going to be breaking off cultural norms. Wow. Yeah. I really feel like there's just this breaking down of, like, cultural stuff. And, and I just hope, and I feel like there's a lot of hope. Yeah, the Lord's going to really be increasing oh, your hope for things. And he has stuff for you wow. that you've been asking for for a long time. Like, he hears you and he's saying, yes, <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> so, yeah, bless you, Chris. Wow. Thank you. During worship, I had this moment where I didn't feel like I was in a church. I was looking around. Seriously, I was looking around and I felt like I was in a living room. And I felt like God was telling me that God is doing something really powerful with family and connections in this church. It's really bringing people way more closer. It's one thing saying, yeah, I know you guys. But the one thing really, hey, we're family. I feel like God is doing something significant in this church in regards to family. He's doing something really powerful. I was just looking around, looking you guys in the eyes. And just, man, God is doing something with family in this place. And there's a huge freedom. Like, that is one of the reasons why you guys are so free. You guys are family. When you're in a family, you're not afraid. Right? It's no reason. Because you know that you're going to be loved anyway. And your family is something, <laughs> you can't get rid of your family. That's right. Family is something you've got to stay, <laughs> stay stuck with for the rest of your life. But, uh, Galen, could you stand up, please? Yeah. Uh, I, actually, I actually heard in my heart that God was saying, hey, it's going to come a wave of uh, supernatural revelation according or to scripture. I felt like you, you're actually a powerful teacher. Uh, and I actually saw that you were, I don't know if you're familiar with Roman's way, uh, Roman ways. Like, they actually, they, they, they sent out builders to make, uh, make good, good roads and paths. So, so chariots of fire, or chariots of fire, all of a sudden we were in Elijah. <laughs> so chariots could, could go quicker to city to city. And I feel like that's something you're actually doing in the spirit in regards of teaching and equipping the believers and the body and this family. I saw that you were uh, studying and releasing just profound revelation. Yeah. And the thing, with, the thing with gifted and anointed yeah. teachers, they're making uh, heavy revelation simple. 
I feel like you could, with one sentence, you can make heavy revelation just with one sentence. I really, I don't know, I just really feel like a wave of supernatural revelation is going to come to you. Wow. That's awesome. So we just release that in the name of Jesus. What's it, Pastor James? What's that? Joe? Joe. Pastor Joe. That's awesome. Can you please stand up? Yeah. Uh, uh, I saw a picture of an escalator. <laughs> and I felt like you were standing on the escalator and just going upwards. And the thing, it never, it never ended. <laughs> and I felt like God was saying, hey, you're actually standing on a never-ending escalator. And God is bringing you to upgrades of upgrades. And you just need to rest. I feel like you, you're not going to do anything. You're just going to stand there, and all of a sudden, you're going upwards. I feel like you're actually going to stand still <laughs> and just getting upgraded without doing anything because God is on your side. Uh, and, I, uh, and I also... Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I feel like you're actually going to get upgrades and upgrades by not doing anything because you're, you're just standing st- still on this escalator, and it just goes up, and there's no end for it. Uh, and also, I, I don't know if this makes sense. And now, now I'm taking some risk, and that's cool. Does this, yeah. this uh, 11, February, February the 11th mean, means anything for you? February. Okay, that's awesome. Bless February 11th. It's going to be a great day. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. Wow, so we just released that in the name of Jesus. Wow. Bless this man. Uh, yeah, I've actually heard... When, when you had the fire tunnel, I just looked at you, and I felt God was saying me that it's actually common an upgrade in regards to feeling. Like, I felt like it's something that it's going to flow so natural for you. <laughs> and you actually, it was strange, because I, uh, I was looking you into the eyes, and I, all of a sudden, I kind of saw Randy Clark. <laughs> and I feel like it's going to come like and really upgrade in regards to feeling of your life. Wow. I feel like it's going to come drastic. So we just release that in the name of Jesus. <laughs> he really likes you. Does, does February 11th connect with anybody in here? I just thought we'd ask, ask that. Okay, awesome, man. That's awesome. Shaka. Joe, on February 11th, when whatever drastic crazy stuff happens, let Shalice know so we can get that back. Yeah. Send him a Shaka. Awesome. I just got it. (laughs) Whoa, Whoa. Wow. I love this place. (laughs) Wow. More God. More joy. <laughs> hey, my name's Christian, and I'm from Canada. But um, um, I, I, I think it's crazy that you talked in honor, and I'm just like, I'm gonna bring honor, and now everyone else talked about it. Okay, we'll run on it. But here's the thing: is I was, I'm looking over, and I, I've heard someone say to me that I think it was Eric Johnson. He said that. Uh, if you sing the song, I exalt thee to God, he will show up. 
It could be two seconds, could be two years, two days. He will show up. The presence will show up. And I just saw such a culture of honoring God. This, the dancers, the painters, and just your creativity here. Like, even just, ugh, that's amazing. And, uh, like, just, it's such an honoring to God. And, and you have all these, you have all these arts, and I just, uh, it's, I saw the, the little girl dancing, and I'm just like, that's a catalyst. That's a catalyst. As you persevere to exalt God, and He will show up. It's a catalyst. Creativity is a catalyst to God showing up. And I'm actually curious, are, are the parents of the girl that was dancing with the ribbon here? The pink? Okay, it was actually there. Oh, bless the kids. Well, what did but, you have for them? Or did you have I just wanted to bless them. Oh, cool. <laughs> but, yes. Um, I think there's something definitely about the whole family, about honoring from children to what has come before as an inheritance. And uh, then, uh, sir in the back with the blue checkered shirt. Yes, you. Could you stand as well? Uh, what's your name? Tim. I felt like you have a garden. Do you own a garden? Does your wife own a garden? Do you have a garden in your house? Greenhouse. Hmm, what do you know? Well, I just heard the Lord saying that, you know, he's the true vine and you're the branches. He's the greenhouse and you're the plants. And as you abide in him, he's going to abide in you. And love just becomes that straight connection where there's no, we got to do all this just to get to that. It's just a straight connection to God. Straight funnel. Straight funnel for you to honor him, for you to be excellent in him, to have a heart of excellence. Think only what he is thinking. Put him first. And him first, and him first, and first. There's no second. There's only a first. <laughs> because everything is an expression of worship to God and honor to God. Yeah. And then you, sir, with the, uh, the waistcoat. Yes, you. Could you stand as well? And what's your name? Greg. Tim and Greg. Wow. <laughs> I just saw, I'm, I'm just, I'm just looking at, at you and I'm just like, wow, what, what prestige, you know, like what, what a, what a mantle God's placed on your life. And I feel like, um, there's, God's going to give you new mindsets, new strategies, new information to become revelation that will actually lead you to a victory. Because it's not just to like, oh, and we know all this and I'll have a good relationship with God. It leads to a victory from the victory. Yeah. Yeah. I want to bless you in that. That's awesome. All right, give it up for these guys. Yeah, good job. All right. Well, it's already noon. Twelve thirty. So I'm going to give you one bullet point message. Like I'm going to deliver in and out because the Lord actually spoke to me that it's going to be more of a ministry morning than a message morning. Um, so we're going to actually go into after my bullet point, we're going to go into, I just felt God say it's, it's a day for breakthrough. Like it's a, it's a day for breakthrough, man. And I felt like, um, that like the miracles are going to happen. Like I was this morning thinking about the message and he says, it's a miracle morning. And he said that it, there's breakthrough. And so there's breakthrough emotionally, mentally, there's breakthrough physically coming this morning because he's the God of breakthrough. So, so set your heart towards expectation on that. Um, before we do, I'm just going to get a couple super quick products away. 
Um, I actually, this is my creative miracle right here. I, I wrote a book. So I, if you only knew the story, I was kicked out of every high school, but the last one actually, like, let me stay. But I just, like, anyway, it's a miracle that I wrote a, a book. Bill Johnson actually wrote the Ford and endorsed this, which is such a huge blessing. Um, who wants this? I feel the lady in the green right here. And, and so with the book, there's, there's videos, activation videos, but it's a book about loving God, loving yourself, and then loving others. It's a place of communion with God, experiencing Him, and in that encounter, you become changed, and you realize how much you're loved, accepted, apart from any performance, apart from anything you could ever do. And then when you start getting changed, your eyes start changing towards those around you, okay? Um, and then this here, it's, it's called Cultivating the Presence, and I felt really strongly, I'm supposed to give this to Shalice and, Shalice and Brian, and it's from Bethel, and it, and it has some amazing heroes. It has Kim Walker-Smith, Chad and Julia Dedman, and Joaquin, and they share their personal, private history with God that made the public ministry grow. So Kim Walker shares about how she just, it's her personal life that cultivated the presence of God, and so Shalice, I always honor you, and because this is your heart's cry, that it's all about just making room for him and the union. And I just, I, I, Kim Walker's part, I just really feel is going to bless you on that, okay? Um, all right. So I would say the one thing that was really, there's a couple, two points I'm going to probably make this morning. Um, I guess I'll introduce myself. My name's Jason Chin. I went through Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. 2007, 2008 was my first year. I got saved six months before that. I had a, a praying mom that prayed me home, okay? I had a, a praying mom that prayed me home. I was radical in the world as radical as I am for Jesus. Like, I've always been created to be extreme, okay? And so I just want to give you hope for your children. Some of you have children that aren't walking their destiny right now. Those prayers do not go unanswered, okay? They're like, they're, they're like prayers that are circling a runway, okay? Those, those prayers don't, don't just fly away. They're circling, and they are going to land, okay? So I want to give hope for the parents on that. Um, so I went through school of ministry, and I just had this heart to get free. I don't know, has any of you ever just felt like there's something in your heart, and you feel like a desire for something but sometimes you just feel like, oh, I just want to get free. And there's a desire in my heart that has so much passion, but, but, but I just need to get free. And so for me, it was getting free, free of fear of man over my life. What do people think about me? I had a heart that I wanted to see God move in public, but I was afraid what would happen if it didn't work, what would happen, like, like all this stuff. And, and so for me, it was a process. Say process. And I'm learning to know that there's joy in the process. Because so much of the time we can get destiny focused and we can see the finish line. And God likes to show us the finish line. But we need to learn to stay encouraged in the process towards the finish line. And we need to learn how to celebrate the little victories every day. And also learn how to celebrate the victories of yesterday. So if some of you are facing situations in your life right now that someday you know you're going to look back and laugh at whether it's a situation or a season, why wait? Yeah. That's a good word right there. Wow. 
Jesus. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, let's just let's just laugh a little bit more together. Ha 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 ha
you just sneeze around somebody that's highly anointed. Yeah, that one's free right there. <laughs> so I'm just going to read this to you. Mark chapter 4. And it says, listen to this. Behold, the sower went out to sow. And as he was sowing, some seed fell beside the road, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on the rocky ground, where it did not have much soil, and it immediately sprang up, because it had no depth of soil. And after the sun had risen, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns came up and choked it, and it yielded no crop. Other seeds fell into the good soil, and they grew up and increased, and it yielded 30, 60, and 100-fold. I'm just going to lower this a little bit. Okay. So we've heard that. We've heard that. We've all heard that. We've heard that before, right? Sunday school on up, wherever. And we've always uh, usually was taught that in the context of how we would prepare our own heart, correct? And so we would know like a message is going forth. And, and so we get a little bit of introspective and we're like, God, I want that word to fall in my heart. Like, I don't want it to just, like, hear a good message Sunday morning, and then it's like, and maybe some of it, maybe we're distracted, we don't receive it. Sometimes maybe we receive it quickly, but then just other things happen, and it doesn't take root. But we were like, God, I want my heart to be pure, so I want it to, like, like take root, because I want increase. I want this thing to, I want the word to become flesh in my life. And it does mean that. But the Lord, through my intern last year, do you guys remember Vanessa? Yeah. All right, yay for Vanessa. By the way, she's getting married soon in January. So, yes, we released that to all the single people that want to get married. Just take that. (laughs) Vanessa said to me a few months ago, she's like, Jason, I was reading Mark 6, and something's puzzling to me. Or Mark 4, something's puzzling to me. And I said, what? She said, it it seems to me, like you got this sower, and it says the sower is, is God. The seed's the word. She says, it's really interesting to me. It seems like God's not that concerned with the condition of the soil that he's putting the seed on. It, it seems to me like he just is putting seed on everybody's heart. Amen. Amen. Because if it was me, we would want to pre-qualify the soil before we put seed on it. Because we'd want to make sure it's a good investment first and that it's going to bear 30, 60, 90, 100 fold before we would sow our seed. But it looks like to me that God really isn't concerned if it's going to fall and the, and the enemy's just going to take it. He's not that concerned if they spring up and then they fall away or if there's worldliness there. Obviously, he wants the good soil, but he's what he's saying is there's four types of soils of people's hearts that's all around us everywhere. There's the hard heart, man. There's the ones that have been hurt that you go to try to talk to them, and they're just like, no, thank you, right up front. There's other people that will they'll say yes, but then trials come, and then they just can't maintain it, and then there's others that they receive it, and then worldliness comes, and there's others that it just takes root, and whoo-hoo! But it looks like... To me, God knows all the conditions of the heart. And he's like, that's good investment for me. It's good investment for me. But the thing that we got to remember is he doesn't quit sowing seed. He doesn't quit sowing seed. He sows seed today and maybe it falls on hard soil and an enemy comes. But tomorrow he's got a big bag of seed again. 
He's got a big bag of seed again. And he puts more seed on him because there's always hope. If there's breath in their lungs, there's hope for him. The Lord spoke to me recently. He's like, Jason, you think of the most evil person on the planet right now who I don't know who he is, but there is one man or woman that is the most hardened, the most evil through whatever it is. You probably couldn't even know the atrocities that this person is doing in his life. And the Lord spoke to me. He's like, son, that one person I love just like Jesus. That one person I love just the same. Bill Johnson uh, said a message about, again, it's sowing. And he said that in biblical farming, he said it looked like this. You had the sower that had the bag of seed. And he would go out, and in biblical farming, it's different than it is nowadays. And so he would, you'd take a, 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 I don't know what he did, but he had a bag of seed, and he would just take the seed, and he would just go out to wherever the field was, and he would just start throwing seed. Just throwing it everywhere he goes. Just walk, throwing seed, throwing seed, throwing seed, throwing seed on the soil. But then the guy behind him was the plowman. The plowman is the one that actually wants the seed to get into the soil. And so the job of the plowman, what he would do, he would walk out into the field and he would just look to see where there's seed. So he'd walk out and he goes, oh, there's seed over there. I'm going to take my plow and I'm going to plow it under the soil. The point of the story is, is when you touch somebody out there with the love of God, a kind word, a gesture. Catherine said yesterday she had her nails done or recently, and the lady that was doing her nails, she just said, you're so beautiful. And this lady just lit up. That's seed. That's the love of God touching another person's life that has the breath of life on that seed. So wherever the seed is, I promise you, Heaven's watching. So don't necessarily look for the finished product right up front. Sometimes you're planting seed. When I I just try to make this a lifestyle to love, I, I try to make this a lifestyle for me of receiving the love of God, loving myself, and loving God. I try to make this a lifestyle. Like I told... Uh, people all the time. It's like, you can take this pulpit away, you can take a public ministry away, but you can't take me enjoying God, and you can't take me away telling somebody about Jesus. You can't take that away from me. I was like, you might throw me in prison and solitary confinement, but someone's going to come and come to the door with bread and water, and he's going to know about what I think about Jesus. You just can't take that away. So when I'm around, uh, just out telling people, and maybe I go up to this person, and I said, man, and what I first try to do, I try to see them through the plan God has for them. Because every single human being alive is originally a dream in God's heart. Amen. Every one of you, he says, before I knew you, I formed you. Every one of you, like Shalise and other people are saying, there's a destiny, something so different about every one of us. But you were a dream that became flesh. And so when we go around, we have the great opportunity of seeing the Father's perspective in every human being, no matter what the outside looks like, no matter what life dealt them. A lot of people had a really hard life and it hardened them. But deep down inside there, there's DNA that God breathed in there for purpose. And it's our words that are like the breath of life to breathe over their DNA where something just comes alive again. So there's people that I'll meet and they're just like, no. And I'll look at them, I'll smile, man. 
because I see him through God's love. I don't receive rejection anymore. Do you know when you're accepted, you actually can't be rejected? When you're so accepted in the love of God for yourself, affirmation, acceptance, when you wake up in the morning only because of what the Father thinks, not what family, friends, or anybody else thinks. So you're so overfilled when you wake up and the love of God in your life. People can say mean things. They can reject you. But it's not putting you as being rejected anymore. Because you've already been accepted. Jesus says that people will say no to you, but it's not your identity because he already said a big yes. So when people come up and they're like, no, I just smile. And I'm like, man, it's just too late. It's just too late, man. There's seed on you. I know you don't see it, but I know heaven sees there's seed on you. And there's something coming in a minute. God's persistent with his love. He's persistent. He doesn't get, he doesn't get turned off by rejection. I don't know about you. I rejected him for so many years and I said, no, I don't want you. He just doesn't listen to that. He just says, I want you. So good. But if we can just be so focused on, we have this treasure. It's a treasure. It's the mystery. It's the greatest treasure. It's Christ in us. The hope of glory. All sin is people falling short of the glory. We get so focused on sin, but that's not the target. The target is people coming into the glory. But Christ in us is the hope of glory for you and for them. It's true. God's put you in your job place because you are Christ at that job place. You might be annoyed by them. They might be mean. They might do all this stuff. That's what they're supposed to do. Unbelievers are supposed to unbelieve. Sinners are supposed to sin. That's why you're there. Man. So if we can just be focused on just get touching somebody, just you're beautiful. God has a plan for you. And sometimes it's so simple, especially in a supernatural culture. We get so sometimes caught up in trying to get everything right. And I want us to get everything right. I want to get people's names, birthdays, all that stuff. Way to go, Martin. That's awesome. And I believe that's going to happen, man. And and, and I'm serious. Like, we're supposed to grow in gifts, right? We're supposed to grow in that. But we can't get trapped up in trying to think that if we get the word and all that's wrong, we're wrong. No, if we don't love, we're wrong. But if we love, we're right. You get every word of knowledge wrong. You could pray for them and might not see them healed in that moment. But if you really genuinely stop to care for them and love, you're right. Love never fails. They uh, did a study uh, a while back of a desert. They had a desert. uh, and There was no rain for 100 years in this desert. So you can imagine there's no life there. Just sand and dirt and just dry. And the scientists are like, hey, I wonder what would happen if we just put a little water on this sand. So they watered this desert for 30 days, 30 to 60 days, I don't remember. And they could not believe what grew out of that soil. They had a garden, a lush garden within 60 days in the desert. Why? Because there was seeds under that soil that just needed a little watering. Amen. So our job is to put love on people, to put a little water on people, a little bit of encouragement on people. Like people are under a load. Isaiah 61 says we're there to bring liberty 
to take the yoke off of the, the heaviness, lift that burden off of people. Wow. Man. But I just encourage you that Christ in you is the hope of glory. And don't let other people's this stop you from this. Because I promise you at the end of Mark 4, it says the kingdom of God is like a sower that went out and sowed seed. And the next day he woke up and he's like, whoa, where did all this growth come from? Because you sow, God waters, and he's the Lord of the harvest. He's got a big, great big master plan for every person on the earth right now. And you don't know where you fit in the puzzle or in the plan, but you can fit there somewhere. And I promise you, someday we're all going to go to heaven. And we're going to be like that guy that's like, where did all this fruit come from, God? Where did this come from? I thought, I recognize that guy, but that guy still said, no way. But what God's going to say is when he went home that night, I reached out in his heart. He's like, you never met anybody like that, have you? Because God's going to rest on that seed and blow over that seed. And you can be assured of that. Yeah, so Lord, we just thank you, God. Lord, we just thank you for help us to be seed-focused in our life, God. Help us to see with your eyes, God, of no judgment. Jesus, you took the judgment so others don't. So, Father, we thank you for that, God, that we can see beyond the trash and we can see the treasure within every human being, God, starting first in our own life, God, that we'd see past rejection, hurt, despair, God, and we'd see the plan and purpose you have for us first. And our family, God, I ask for that we, you give us, you give me, Lord, and all of us, just a heart to see our families like we've never seen them before, God. You show us our, the created value in every family member, immediate, extended, God, and give us grace to extend grace. Give us grace right now, Father, to extend grace, Father. We thank you, Jesus. You're so amazing. And then help us. Look for opportunities, God. If it's one person a day, just to make their life a little better. If you see someone, you see someone that just, you can just tell they're under just the, the yoke and the burden of life, that we can just lend a helping hand, God, to help lift that load off them, God. Whatever that looks like, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's do some ministry time. Hallelujah. Okay. You guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. You guys are world changers. You guys are called for this. You have seed like you don't believe supernatural seed. We were in Olive Garden yesterday having lunch. And it was me, Shalisha, and Myron. And I drew, I just had a little piece of, it was her, where you take the orders on, the little tablet. I said, hey, can I have just a piece of paper and a pen? Because I saw me drawing her a little picture. It was silly looking. It had like a sun and an airplane. And I had like hope, peace, joy. And at the very bottom, I put grace. So we, at the end, I just gave it to her. I was like, hey, I know this isn't a great drawing, but I just felt like God wanted to tell you something through this. And I just felt like this is, the sunshine is his love for you. And I see you going up higher towards his love and he's offering this stuff to you. But the, the bottom is grace. And God's going to give you his, his empowerment to help you. And she grabs it. She says, she goes, I'm going to hold on to this. And then we're like, what, do you, do you need prayer for anything? She's like, my whole life. And I was like, 
And, and I was like, can we just pray right now? And she's like, yeah. She gets down next to our table, and she goes down on a knee, and we're praying for her, and we're just telling her about the love of God. We're telling her about the plan of salvation and just the Father's love over her life and how he's been pursuing her from day one and all this stuff. We start prophesying. She's got teary eyes, man, teary eyes. She's like, you have no idea how bad I need to hear this today. You have no idea. You have no idea. You have no idea. And then we had it in our heart. We're like, we're going to bless her ridiculously with a tip, too. Ridiculously. It was probably twice as much as the whole meal. Gave it to her. And we told her, we're like, this isn't a mistake. We mean to give you this much money as a tip. And she's just overwhelmed. Like, she's just overwhelmed. She's like, you could see in her eyes, like, I've never met people like you yet. You could see it in her eyes, man. And me and Shalise and Myron are like, we cannot forget the treasure. The treasure. We get so caught up in our own life. Man, I got problems. I got teenage kids, and they aren't all going the right way right now. Thank God I got one that is. It makes me feel better. But anyway, I'm just so serious. Life brings the stuff. But we got to remember the treasure. The treasure. The treasure. The treasure. The treasure that's in every one of us. The treasure. And people are crying so hard around us that they just want a little touch. A little touch. A little acknowledgement. But the presence of God on that sea can change everything in their life. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Okay, we got five minutes. So it's going to be really, really quick. So basically, what we're going to do, the team's going to call out some words of knowledge. What that is, we're just going to name some things that we feel God's going to heal in the room. We're going to go through it quickly, and then the people that um, get called out, at the end, you'll stand up. So you don't have to stand up now. But respond if they if they call something it's something you need healed up. Just wave your hand to acknowledge that that it, that it connects with you, or it could be someone a family member. God loves to heal long distance also, so just shoot your hand up if it makes sense to you. And then at the end we're gonna do a, 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 a prayer. We're just gonna God's gonna heal lots of people. Okay, start with you, Christian. All right. Oh, awesome! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got something about uh, impaired vision or. Also, a condition of the scalp. And also, I had the name uh, Christina. This, this no, 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 of course you're not. <laughs> but if the name Christina means anything to anybody, I would. God knows. You just have to acknowledge, and then we'll have you stand at the end. That way you don't have yeah. to say stand. Um, I, I, I heard in my heart that God is healing. Christina means something to you in the back? Okay, sorry. Okay. Uh, I heard in my heart God is healing skin diseases. Specifically, I heard psoriasis. I also felt I felt it was supposed to be on this side, this arm, on the back side, if that makes sense. Uh, but different kinds of uh, skin diseases. Um, I also heard that God is healing mental stuff, uh, like brain stuff. I, f- I felt specifically in regards of attention span. Also, also dyslexia. He likes healing that. Um, wow. But yeah, specifically, like something to, to, uh, to tension span. Loss of attention and head trauma. Um, I got uh, elbow and teeth, like sometimes like cavities or just pain in their jaw area. Sweet. And then, <laughs> and then I also, I don't know, I really felt like uh, people's hearts, like, I don't know, like, I was like, if there's like a pain or if there is, like, I, I wouldn't say that I'd feel like there would be anyone that's like, that feels hopeless, but I feel like there's, there's just something there that it's kind of like you want some kind of like breakthrough in or something. So. Or, or, 
there's grace for that. I feel for everybody too. Wow. Um, I saw a stomach, so I feel there's a few things going on with the stomach. Um, um, uh, what's that? Uh, nervous, nervous stomach. Something going on with nervous stomach. Wow, there's also some eating stuff. You just can't hold food down. Uh, some, some of the stuff you don't have to respond to. I heard IBS, a lot of digestive stuff, just a lot of digestive stuff that God's healing. Also, uh, restlessness at nighttime, having a hard time sleeping. Uh, some of you are actually taking medication for it. Tonight's your night, or today's your day. Tonight's your night. You're going to sleep awesome. Um, there's also uh, whole, uh, wayward kids that are coming home. I just want to say wayward kids are coming home. Uh, wow. And they're, they're not just going to come home. They're going to make you jealous from their walk. Like, they're going to make you jealous because they're going to take off running, and you're going to be like, where did they go? And they're going to be like, wait for me. Okay, so that's going to happen. Um, and something with a forehead. I, I don't know if someone has a scar or something over your forehead. You have an injury, and God's going to take care of that, whatever that was. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, I also heard a hammer toes on right, right side. Like, something with toes. Like, Either hammered or growing like. <sighs> yeah, you don't need to raise your hand, whatever. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, God likes to heal stuff like that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, awesome. Yeah. And then, just real quick, last time we were here, there was a gal. We, we aren't gonna have time to show the video, but we were out by Cripple Creek, yeah. and we thought that was a great name for us to go like find people to take help out. And Chris and Fran and another gal, Bo, ended up praying for this lady. And she was in a car wreck, and they surgically removed her right kneecap. Like, there was no bone there. And Fran, you can ask her, and there is a video you guys can probably watch later. They felt her knee just mush, 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 mush. Like, there was nothing in there. And they prayed, and Bo saw something, like, come up almost here, and it drops down. And a brand-new kneecap, God regrew in this right here. Is that awesome? A brand-new kneecap, man. I heard screaming and yelling. I'm like, what's going on? I got to go find out. I ran over there. And I, when I got to there, there was a normal kneecap. And I'm like, what's going on? Here? Yeah, I didn't have this kneecap a minute ago. I was like, whoa, 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 time out. What? No kneecap? And she's like, I promise. And then everybody's trying to like, yeah, I felt it. And I'm like, you promised me that was not there a minute ago. And then the husband's like, I promise you, there was no kneecap. So I want you to make a declaration. Say miracles, miracles are, easy are easy at Prayer Mountain. Okay, so we're going to have, if you were called out, like one of those uh, words of knowledge was called out and makes sense for you personally or someone in your family, just stand up quickly, please. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, so, so what we're going to do is if you could raise your hand if you needed prayer. Raise your hand. That's pretty much everybody standing. Everybody standing that's there. Raise your hand. And there's definitely way more people standing than sitting. And so if you're sitting, you can find somebody standing. But also if you're standing, uh, you can pair up. But don't do it yet. I'll give you some instructions. So what you're going to do, you're going to pair up with each other. And you're going to ask really quickly. You're going to be like, hey, like, what are, what do you need healed of? What are you standing in for? Give like a 30-second. Just give them a target for the prayer. They don't need to hear the whole history. Just say, hey, like, it's actually like my shoulder. Just give them a target. And then what we're going to do, we're going to release you guys to pray over that. And this is, I didn't have time to, for a lot of teaching on this, so please just go with the flow on this. this I mean, you guys are, 
But in the Bible, it says that he who sits in heaven laughs over the plans of the enemy. It, it's Psalms 2.4. And it also says laughter is good medicine. And so it's not that you're laughing at the person, but it's actually a scoffing. It's like God is sitting in heaven and he's scoffing at the plans of the enemy because he knows he's God, right? So he's laughing from heaven down to a lower perspective of what's going on. And so what we're going to do, we're going to take time for you guys to minister to each other through joy. The kingdom of God's righteousness, peace, and joy. So we're going to take a minute and we're going to laugh over the, the what's going on. And I know maybe if you've never seen this done before, it's kind of hard to be like, oh, it seems so weird. It is weird. God does a lot of weird stuff. So, But I've seen deaf ears open up from this. I personally had a situation in my life where I had no groceries in, in my family, in our house. I was in second year school of ministry and we had no groceries. And I was laughing over that because that was the need I had at that moment. Within three days, a random person brought $400 worth of groceries to my house. Okay, so it's awesome. Sometimes it's easier to laugh at someone else's problem than yours. So we're going to practice laughing over their problem first, okay? So so go ahead and go ahead and pair up really quickly. So put your hand up if you're not paired up yet and pair up with someone. Okay. So take about 30 seconds just interview, but don't start praying yet. Okay, we need somebody back with Joe. Pastor Joe, you want to come up? Okay. Okay, guys, so go ahead. And what we want you to do is you're going to have to just laugh by faith. You might not feel like it, but just say hee hee ha ha ho ho. Hee hee ha ha ho ho. Wow. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Thank you, Lord. Bless me. Yes, God, more. Wow, more, God. We just thank you. Wow, more Holy Spirit. More, more, more grace. Wow, thank you for your grace. Wow, thank you for your fire, God. More Holy Spirit. Release your angels in here, God. Release your angels, God. Thank you for your ministering spirits. Wow, thank you, God. We just say more, 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 more. More. More, 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 more. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Wow. Wow. Okay, go ahead and have them test it out. Have them check out if there's something that's testable. Have them check it out. Wow, thank you, Jesus. If you've been healed, go ahead and head up front. If you've been healed and the pain's left, wow. Or it's 50% better, come up front. Okay. Okay. Okay, everybody. If you've been healed or 50% better, would you come up front? Thank you, Father. Or actually, never mind. Don't come up front yet because you have to pray over each other first and then come up front. So we're going to switch because you probably just prayed over one way. Take about 30 more seconds to a minute and just release joy over them for their situation. Yeah, more, Lord. More, Holy Spirit. Yeah, God, we just thank you for your presence, Lord. We just thank you for your love. Wow, we just release your kingdom. Yeah, your kingdom, God. We just thank you for miracles, God. Yeah, we just break off depression in Jesus' name, God. We break off hopelessness in Jesus' name, God. Shaka, fire, fire. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Release, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. More Holy Spirit. 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 We just thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ha 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Wow. Okay, we're just going to take about about two more minutes. If you've been healed, come up front real quick. There's some clapping over here. We probably should find out what's going on. So hard. Hey, guys. Hey, Barton. Can you have them come up front? Bart, Bart. Can you have them come up front, whoever got healed? We're just going to share a couple testimonies, and then we're going to go. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys. We're gonna just share a couple testimonies, and then we're gonna. Everybody's gonna be released. So, if you've been healed at least fifty percent better, and you notice a change, just please come up front. Thank you, Lord. If you've noticed an improvement, wow, at least fifty percent. Just come on up front. There was a lot of celebrating going over there. Amy's got one. Thank you, Lord. Who here noticed an improvement in their body? Raise your hand. At least 50%. Back there. Can you come up front? Anybody? Did anybody have a headache and it's gone? Like even towards the back, a headache and it's not there anymore? Can anybody even hear me? <laughs> All right. Okay, if you're praying right now, just pray silently. And we're just going to share a, a few uh, testimonies. And then we're just going to go have more fun out there somewhere. Okay, go, Amy. Okay. Um, I've been having some major spine and back issues for a couple weeks. And so much so that I, my feet keep going numb on me and I can't hardly walk without extreme pain and waking me up in the middle of the night uh, with my feet completely numb. And, um, yeah, and right now I can feel them. And wow. so that's amazing. Wow, that is awesome. Yay. Well, um, I was just asking for uh, clarity of thought and to be fully here and fully present and, wow. uh, in the presence of you know, fellow brothers and sisters. And you know, he gave that to me. And it's just Crystal clear. Wow. That's amazing. What, what is it normally like? Because I know we said some things about like focus or some stuff like what. What was it like before and what do you notice now and like how long has it been? Can you give more clarity on that? Yeah, well, I mean, it's just kind of focusing, I think, as you mentioned earlier, and staying and being fully present on what other people have wow. to share. And yeah, it's just I can feel more like I'm embracing what you have to say. Okay, that's something, come on. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. That's something I know this house is going after, like just being fully present. It's something that Bethel, that we're going after, Chris Valentin, has talked about living fully present because he's, he's so visionary. He's lived in the future. And he says that his relationships are, are much deeper now because he's learning how to be in the presence, in the present moment. Will you, in the present moment, will you please just release the grace to say, like, I release the grace that I just received and just release it over everybody. Just pray that. Uh, dear God, I just pray that uh, 
this grace that you've given to me uh, would be spread out upon everyone else in this room and that you just bless each and every one of us and that each and every one of you in here would be able to feel him and working through you and that he would bless you and continue to give to you what he has for you. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Yay. What happened? Ha. Uh, um, I, I, I have a heart of worship and God, I sing. Um, and I have, I was diagnosed with TMJ 30 years ago. <clears throat> so I've, I've been in constant pain for 30 years. And my jaw pops every time I open it. I can't make it pop. things I just want to wrap up with. What about, I do want the prayer confession for Prayer Mountain, if someone can grab one for me or if someone has one. I'm going to go ahead and declare it today. And then we have, a, Majel did a prophetic art piece for Jason, and so we want to wrap up with that. Um, but I just want you to agree with me. You know, I always say that Prayer Mountain wasn't my dream, it was God's dream. You know, I this was never my idea. I'm not that smart. But I just want to declare this and have you guys agree with me and father thank you for your assignment to go up the mountain and bring wood and build prayer mountain colorado we declare that your blueprint for the vision is being followed to a t we have ordained a church in woodland park encounter church for those called to your vision we declare that your knowledge understanding and wisdom is being applied in every area as we continue to be established we agree with heaven's dream for us individually and corporately We declare that your agenda for each day is being accomplished. Every favor and blessing is coming to us in abundance, and we are abounding to every good work. We agree. People are coming from all over the world to be a part of the move of God that we are experiencing. Your manifest presence has distinguished us and made us great. All who enter are being made whole. 
Your anointing rests on all that we do. People are being healed just sitting in or listening to our gatherings. We are renowned around the world as a place where the terminally ill are radically restored, where the emotionally wounded are made whole, and the demonically oppressed are delivered. We are doing the same works as Jesus and even greater works because the Father in us is doing them. Our church is a place of miraculous transformation. People are radically experiencing your love and power and being equipped to supernaturally expand your kingdom. Our gatherings are saturated with the presence of God. People are regularly overwhelmed by encounters with Papa, with Jesus and Holy Spirit, angelic visitations and the miraculous and open heaven experiences. In agreement with the things in your heart for us, we call forth 200 radical families that are specifically called to be a part of Encounter Church. Supernatural ministry to the lost, hurting, broken, forgotten, and abandoned that makes them whole revelatory supernatural preaching and teaching of the true gospel that accurately reflects the heart and character of God, transform hearts and renews minds. Signs, wonders, and miracles, not only in our services, but wherever we may happen to be. Healthy, whole relationships that are governed by love and the fruit of the spirit. Excellent media ministries that reach broken, reach the broken and equip people wherever they might be. Strategic partnerships and alliances with other like-minded believers who are called to co-labor with us, financially support us, pray for us, and be fed and blessed by us. Big dreams, creative ideas, witty inventions, and heavenly strategies that manifest God's glories. Unusual miracles, extraordinary signs and wonders that confirm our ministry as Jesus's. Love encounters with the Trinity that change people's lives forever. Finances to fund growth, be a blessing, and demonstrate the wealth and generosity of Papa. Increased favor and influence in our community, the region, and the world. Prayer Mountain, Colorado, and the body of believers that call called Encounter Church. We call you into your destiny. Manifest Christ in you and show forth his glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Awesome. So, Majel, where are you at? First beautiful Majel. There she is. All right, Majel, why don't you come up? Jason, come on up. And um, Judy wrote the word, and she had to leave, Deb, so maybe you could read it for her. Yeah, it's written. I'm oh, sorry. Well, I mean, I just had this vision this morning. It was this black horse, and it represented strength. And then um, this is, you can't really tell that well, but it's a bad guy. It's throwing fire at it. And then there's fire all around, but it can't touch you. So awesome. And the word that Judy got for you is from John 17, 9 and 10. My prayer is not for the world, but for those you have given me, because they belong to you. 
and all of them, since they are mine, belong to you, and you have given them back to me, so they are my glory. Yes, you are my very own glorious one. Don't believe or receive the lies you've been hearing. You are my glorious one. All that's been done is done with you in mind. Your life is priceless in my heavenly economy. That's awesome. Wow. What does that mean to you? Okay, so my luggage got lost, like, on this flight over here. That's never happened before. So I had to get, like, new clothes, which I didn't mind that, actually. So, and I've wanted, like, some new shoes for a bit, but I really felt to, like, like, get these black shoes, and I felt, like, to get put blue laces in them for some reason. And I was just noticing, like, the horse is black and, like, a lot of blue. And the black is, like, going to the dark places and bringing, like, the revelation blue of, of God's kingdom. And so that's what it meant to me. That's so awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Um, I also just want to say this too, Jason, that I feel like it's a, it's actually a prophetic word over love says go. Wow. Um, I believe that this is a picture of love going. And I believe that it's a picture that the enemy cannot stop love from going. (laughs) And that it can't touch love. It has no place in love. It can't even get close to love. I mean, love just keeps going and going and going without hindrance. Nothing hinders love. All right, well, let me just release a prayer of blessing over you. So, Father, I just thank you for everything that you did today. Holy Spirit, you're so amazing. (laughs) Thank you that when we prayed this morning, we just said, you know what? Just fully possess this service today. Just be fully released, (laughs) just release freedom in our service today. And I I just want to continue to release that freedom. I just release the Holy Spirit possession over you right now. I declare that anything that has hindered you from being possessed by the Holy Spirit is cursed. I right now speak death to it. I curse it in the name of Jesus. Say it will not live that the possession of the Holy Spirit is a reality, a reality in your life. And thoughts, your entire soul is being infused and just filled up with the Holy Spirit. The glory of God, the presence of God has overtaken your natural mind, your natural reasoning. And I just thank you that every step that you're taking is an inspired step. It's an inspired step into the future that Holy Spirit is taking you into. And I just declare that whatever areas of your life that you feel have felt that you've needed to control, that you have been unable to surrender, I right now release freedom right now over those areas. I release complete freedom in the name of Jesus. And I declare that you no longer need to control that area. And whatever truth is required for that freedom to come, I release it. I release it over you. I release it into you. And I declare it is exploded into revelation that you actually understand, can receive, and can transform you. Wow. And so I just bless you. I bless you in the name of Jesus. 
And this week is a strategic week. I declare open doors and I declare closed doors. Wow, yes, Father. And I declare that the doors that are open, you recognize wow. and you walk through them. Wow. And you partake of what's behind them. And I just break off distractions. I break off um, disagreements. I just break off any kind of strife or confusion that the enemy had planned to to, confu- to bring uh, to you this week. And I, I declare right now peace, peace over your, your life, peace over your thoughts, peace over um, just your daily routine, just peace. Yeah, and, and I, I just right now release the gifts of the Spirit to flow through you, just even in a way that would astound you this week. I declare you're doing like that breakthrough word. I declare that God's using you in a way you've never been used before this next week and that you're taking a risk you've never had uh, done or you've been had the courage to do before, but you're just all of a sudden emboldened by the possession of the Holy Spirit Yay. to do something new. And it's going to result in a breakthrough for you wow. in the way that you 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 live your life. Okay, anything else, Jesus? Okay, I just released joy. I release joy. I just release that joy. Yeah, just joy, joy, joy. The joy, yeah, that brings renewed strength. Joy that brings renewed strength. Extra joy, if you've been extra week. <laughs> just extra, extra joy, extra yes, joy to everything that's weak. Yes, All right. Father, so good. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Amen.